What if you could sit down with someone from another culture? What if hearing the way they experience life, things that brought them joy, or the moments in their life that changed the way they saw humanity actually changed your view of the world? What if their story gave you more confidence in sharing your own or more grace in hearing another's? What if it allowed you to see your fellow human and understand that you are a fellow human? I believe humanity holds love and beauty, and I've found it so deeply in these humans and so many more. Individuals that have changed the way I see the world. And I'm so honored to share one of them with you right now. Welcome to today's episode of Your Fellow Human. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second and answer one of the most common questions I get asked. Can I come with you? And the simple answer is yes. I host a few trips a year, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. Whether you are a human looking to experience travel authentically, or a fellow creative looking to deepen your community and experience culture in an intimate and responsible way, this community is for you. If you are interested in joining me or want to see what trips are on the docket, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know exactly what I mean when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, I am so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Sam. Sam and I are here in Japan. Uh, we are hanging out, and I have just had an absolute blast with him. He was just like <laughs> a full energy, uh, just full fun human being, and just a sweetheart. And Thank um, you. so I'm just excited I get to share a little bit more of him with you guys today. Um, we are just here, hopefully, he's doing some more skiing and snowboarding, um, but just getting to shoot a lot as well. And um, yeah, getting to call him a friend now. He's 100%. been a blast. So, Sam, thanks for coming on and letting me share a little bit of you with everybody. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. For sure. Um, so I have a list of questions I work through with every guest. They're all just designed at getting to know you, your experience in life, your view of the world. There's no wrong answers because yep. it's you. Mm-hmm. So we'll jump right in and you answer as you feel like it. Ooh, exciting. Right, cool. <laughs> uh, first one is, who do you define yourself as? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a r- jumping right into the hard questions. We hit you there right out the gate, I know. Wow. There's, I don't think I can answer that in like one simple sentence because so much has happened to me and it's defined me in so many different ways. But I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, I was such a shy kid and you probably wouldn't realize that now. Um but I am much more introverted than being an extrovert. And it's only recently where I've been putting myself into these situations where I need to force myself to adapt and learn and be better at things I'm uncomfortable with. So I define myself as from being someone that was super shy to now someone that is quite much more outgoing, is flexible, would be like a one word answer, adaptable, um, but also I would say, most importantly, I define myself as resilient hmm. um, to many things um, throughout life. So, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, 
Couldn't really put that into like a sentence answer. Maybe just a few little like I think words that, here and there. But. That works. That's a sentence answer. Okay. It Great. doesn't have to be a sentence. <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. Thanks. But no, those are all like, I mean, just from the, the bit I've known you, yeah. which is not long. <laughs> um, they, yeah, they're all very accurate to you. Like, and I appreciate that. I think there's so much that people can assume like, oh, if someone's friendly or they're able to talk or listen, mm. then they must be like extremely extroverted. Yep. Um, but really it's, I think, just like shows the way you value other people and yourself and like learning that. And so it's like the flexibility to say like, all right, I'm going to push myself in a way that I'm uncomfortable so oh, that I can yeah. like grow. But yeah. it doesn't mean I just like thrive being like the center of attention or talking exactly. all the time. Like I still value my my space and yeah. all that. So. I am nodding. That, yeah. that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely resilient. I'm sure we'll get into that. But in so many ways of just like, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Choosing you to, took the words from my mouth. To push forward. No, yeah. they're yours. <laughs> All right, next one's easier. Okay. What would you say is your favorite food? Ooh, favorite food, pickles. Really? 100%, yeah. Oh, my God, I love I that. I saw you order, like, a little bit side of pickles <laughs> the other day. <laughs> and I'm like, I should have done exactly that. <laughs> All right, I'll make um, sure I share next time. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, for my 21st birthday, my mum gave me these jars of pickles from around the world. And because, so I think... The reason why I love pickles so much, I know it's it's not like a, a dish or like a meal or whatnot, but food immediately thought of pickles. I think my mum always craved pickles when, um, like, she was pregnant with me, and somehow me just growing up that just reflect was reflected into me. And then ever since then, pickles I loved, and then maybe second second would be like a celery and cottage cheese. Celery and what? Cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. This is so uh, that part. I've, I mean, I, maybe it's a little. I've never eaten those things together, but I'll have to give that a try. Then. Yeah, better go. All right. It. Cool. The pickle thing, I love. That's hilarious. <laughs> I always do. Like I, I always eat them all the time, and I feel like yeah. whenever like I order like a side of them, and they give you like this cute little dish, you're just like. Can like I have more? <laughs> the best is when it's like a fresh, crunchy, like, yeah. bite into it. And it's just, All right. We're going to have a new yeah. podcast. It's going to be pickle reviews. Oh, exactly. Yeah. From around the world. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, are you reading anything right now? I am reading a book right now. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> um, oh, what's He's like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, it's, it's... I literally just started it on the plane over to Japan. It's... um. It's Richard Branson's book. Um, oh, okay. About, You're reading like it on the tablet because it's on the desk. Yeah, it's like yeah. How I Lost My Virginia or something. It's like something, okay. something like that. Um, I should know it. It'll yeah. come to you later. It's, yeah. It'll come to you when we It'll finish this. Yeah. But it's good. It's, I just read like a few pages. This few pages. <laughs> I, I cycled, did a cycle class next to Richard Branson. In, okay. Um, not so long ago. So I was like, you know what? I probably should read his book. Very cool. I <laughs> yeah. love that. All yeah. right, well, let me know how the next pages are when you get Thanks. to them. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I should really know the title of the book I'm reading. We'll find it out later. Yeah. If you're listening and you want to know, just Google whatever Richard Branson's yeah, book is. exactly. Something the, about... Virginity. Virginity. Yeah, there well, you go. Yeah. You'll come up with it. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, what would you say is your greatest fear? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I love that question. Um, oh, for real? Probably death. Hmm. Um, I know it's not talked about much in our society um, on a day-to-day basis and going through a couple near-death situations growing up I think that yes 
it it's nearly got me a couple times but it still daunts me so mm. much and i think the greatest fear that i have is not living a life to the extent i want it to be mm-hmm. before dying and mm. i feel like that's probably what my greatest fear is yeah it's like that i know you said like it's sometimes like we we face those things in life and it's like okay this is real and it's like am i really afraid of like the dying part i was talking to peter about this i was like i'm really fa- is this my fear or is it like mm. the thing behind it is it's like yeah, not living yeah. life the way i wish i had or not exactly. living up to that and yeah i think the hardest part and i've thought about this so many times is that if i was lying down you know not able to move in my, my 90s and i thought back about what i've achieved and what i didn't achieve i'd be more worried and a bit disappointed about the things that i didn't do mm-hmm. so i think that allows me to live day-to-day better um to be able to actually push yourself and do those things yeah so for hopefully sure then it's not a fear by the time i get to like 90 yeah yeah it's a great motivator 100%. yeah it's cool can relate to that and i think so many people listening are gonna be like yeah okay I understand <laughs> that. that makes sense <laughs> um on the other side of that what would you say that you value the most spending time with good people hmm. and making the most of moments and not trying to like not how do i frame it not wasting that time that i have that, that would be it yeah yeah being like truly present with everybody that you're with and like yeah. getting to experience them and yeah i find it really hard though <laughs> in today's society to do that because obviously being surrounded by people that love creating mm. um myself included it's hard to then separate yourself from trying to capture the moment and mm-hmm. be living in that present moment so mm-hmm trying to take a step back away from capturing something or like you know trying to video it all the time or taking photos all the time i feel like trying to be present in that moment around good people um Mm -hmm. and just creating those memories yeah yeah because it like also requires the other people to have a role in that as well yeah you can't just be like all right my goal is to be present so i won't do this it's like you're also reliant on someone else's choices Mm -hmm. in that for you to fully experience that Yeah, yeah it's fair I have appreciated like you and everyone else here that we're with that just like the ability to be, to do that well, to yeah. be present, to like press into creating something beautiful, but mm. also to be able to say like, yeah, we're also here. 100%. Yeah. yeah we're engaged with everybody, paying attention to everybody. Yeah. And I think it's quite evident. Like, for example, obviously of a lunch that we had today was that smashed out like people everyone had cameras out <laughs> beforehand whilst like it got ready, food came on the table, maybe a few things that happened then and then everyone just was super present in that yeah. moment and mm-hmm. no one touched it so. yeah it's nice yeah. for sure appreciate yeah. that it's definitely balance yes yeah. very much um when was the last time you felt joy oh recently <laughs> i feel joy right here sitting next to you oh that's good <laughs> um joy look it would probably be skiing down that mountain the other day and i say this to not many people because not many people know that i probably see you but it's one of the things that I've looked forward to the most in my life is to be able to go on a mountain and just ski down it. So, like, I know there's so many different feelings throughout life, but to be able to experience going down a mountain, just with not many people around, in the cold, this, like, scenic view of, like, a panorama... Sorry, how do I say it? Panoramic view of, like, the mountains going down a hill. You're just in your zone, and that's probably the most joy I've felt in a long time. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's something, like, you're, like, I'm, like, fully in nature. Yeah. And then, like, doing something active with cool people, and, yeah. It's Ooh, a very yeah. joyful moment. Yeah. Well, Even you? when we got rained on. What about me? Yeah. Oh, um... 
flipping this podcast back. Yeah, you're allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I would say just like getting to be here with everybody again. Like, again, I think I feel joy pretty consistently most days. Um, But yeah, like I really value people and Mm. like getting to, um, yeah, just be in space with others that also value that. And so just getting to be... um, meet meet new people meet you and yeah. um and everybody else and then just spend time with with old friends that compete again oh, yeah. and well so yeah yeah i think i'm full of joy to just do that to be able to be around people that also like push me to learn a lot um i have so much i can learn from all of you guys mm. uh in like the creating space so yeah i have a lot of joy from just being here it's good yeah yeah for sure it's mutual between everyone it's <laughs> good um when was the last time you were afraid and why I haven't thought about that in this context in a while, but I feel like it's quite an occurrence that I do feel afraid. Hmm. And it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. I think, because the more that I realize I'm afraid, I you kind of try and break it down to be like, okay, well, what's making me afraid and how can I work through it to learn for next time? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. And... Like, right now, I'm afraid that my foot's going to stay numb <laughs> for, for a while. So. For anyone wondering, Sam's foot was great while we were skiing, and then he took his boot off two days ago. Yeah. And he hasn't had feeling back in his foot since. Yeah, I bought some new ski boots, um, mm-hmm. popped them on, probably a tiny bit too tight, but then loosened them up during the day. And, like, I was fine. I was comfy. But took them off, and my foot is still numb. So I'm definitely afraid about <laughs> that not coming back. <laughs> but um, besides for that, you know, I don't know, afraid that I might not, oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest one that's in my mind right just now. Currently just currently the foot right now. Foot. <laughs> It'll heal. It's, It'll be okay. There's been things in the past, but yeah. Um, yeah, probably that one. It's fair. I'd say yeah. currently. Yeah. It'll be okay. Thank I'm going to speak all the good juju and prayers over your foot. Yeah, <laughs> i got to find that, um, that Buddha and rub it. Robert's foot. That's what, yeah. Um, who was it? It was Locke was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a character. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Probably the first one that really hit me hard was there's been a few things that's happened throughout my life. And the, fir- the one that probably hit me first was how, how you're not invincible. Hmm. and uh, as you've probably learned recently I'm quite injury prone um, and just things happen at different points in time throughout my life and I don't know why it happens to me and I kind of try and put it past but I take it as a learning experience but the biggest one that kind of figured out that yeah I wasn't invincible was from a car crash I had and that kind of taught me so many new things and opened my eyes up to a completely new world where I'm not just here. Mm-hmm. I, anything can happen at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I forgot the question again. But That's okay. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Yeah, that one. That counts. <laughs> 
That's, that's, that's more. Yeah, that's that's, that was a big moment. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I think we both joked a few times. I was like, when you said like I'm injury prone, I'm like, anyone who knows me, there's like constant jokes that they're like, oh, what'd you do to yourself now? So yeah. we'll just have a running bet to see which one of us breaks more on this oh, trip. I know. Literally, touch wood that like. Yeah. <laughs> so happens. So far, those. you're ahead. Yeah. The foot. <laughs> no, but yeah, honestly, not been invincible. Yeah. And from this accident I had to quick summary like an elevated pitch of what happened for your context mm-hmm. as well was picked up my brother from a party went to go get maccas at 12 o'clock at night no one on the road and we're driving back having a really really good like deep chat which doesn't happen often between mm-hmm. uh, myself and my brother and out of blue's car going 170 k's an hour i'm mm-hmm. not sure what that is yeah, in miles but like, uh, like basically like 100 miles yeah, yeah something around there um flies around the corner t-bones my car whilst trying to go through uh, like a green traffic light um whilst he was being chased by cops so it was like a police pursuit um and then he t-bones my car and luckily i was in this big like four-wheel drive that if i wasn't definitely yeah. would have been dead because it hit my car my driver's side door um pushed me off the side of the road missed what, like five poles between where out my car wedged up his car slid around the back and then he got out and sprinted away and the cops T-bone each other and then the cops ran after this guy and then my brother was having a panic attack and then it was me being like, holy shit, like, what what just happened? Um, and yeah, came out, walked walked out with no injuries, um, thankfully. But Jeez. that kind of like put like a new perspective on my life being like, yeah, anything can happen. You're not invincible. Yeah. So be careful. Yeah, that's crazy. And like... Uh, yeah if there's clearly if you ever needed a reminder that you've got a purpose in this life and you're here for a reason and like yeah. <laughs> your time is not up like something like that happens and you're like okay yep yeah i'm here for a reason oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be here yeah that's yep. insane glad you're okay glad you, you made it yeah um, that's, that's the first one that's kind of happened in the past few years <laughs> yeah but yeah i think yeah. that's huge like for anyone who maybe hasn't experienced those moments where you're like okay life is is out of my control like to mm. remember like yeah it, it, we're not invincible like no. we don't control that and like whether that means appreciating the moments you have or mm-hmm. chasing that dream that you're not sure about or whatever it is like yeah i think it's like a gift in a weird way to to have that for yourself yeah yeah that's it's interesting way to put it because as you know shocking as it is and it's horrible to be in those situations mm-hmm. where you something happens to you or someone that you love um like a car crash for example which is quite like a odds that happen is quite high mm-hmm. but to kind of take a different outlook on it being like okay cool that's happened to me how can i now be better as a person mm-hmm. um yeah it's 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 you can take it in a few different ways and try and keep positive yeah for sure <laughs> yeah well i think you've done a good job of doing that so far thank you um all right. Well, other than that, maybe that answer, we can answer this easily then or not. So other than the pickles and the injury burdens, <laughs> <laughs> um, you haven't known me too, too long. But uh, what is something you think you and I have in common? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> or the pickles is the answer. Uh, we're both short. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taller um, than me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think the spirit of just willing to do something when it mm. pops up in time. Um, for example, obviously you coming to japan and spending these this two weeks with us um just taking every i guess how to frame it now i can't put my words in my mouth (laughs) 
Um, the willingness to be able to to say yes to things, hmm. but also not say yes to everything. Hmm. I feel like I picked it up and very on the same wavelength. I like that. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's like a learning thing, and I think yeah. Similarly, I feel like you and I have both had some experiences in life. I don't know that we've talked about them in depth, but I have, like you get that like vibe from somebody like yep we've we know what this is like mm-hmm. you know that is you really value like the things and the choices that you do have and like the yeah the yes and the no yeah so yeah. that's cool i appreciate sharing that with you that's yeah 100 <laughs> um what is something you are looking forward to oh <laughs> being able to do a handstand again <laughs> oh. yeah yeah it's fair that's, that's definitely oh that's just immediately popped in my mind because you asked me to do a handstand I should have asked you to answer <laughs> and then I put my hands on the ground and I'm like, like no oh, not yet yeah no not now <laughs> um yeah I can give context to that if you want but sure. um yeah that's another thing that made me not feel like I wasn't invincible was mm. falling off a 30 meter cliff last year in April and breaking my back breaking my shoulder and my hand so hence not being able to do a handstand just yet. Yeah. 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 And your recovery is quite incre- incredible, impressive, uh, miraculous. Like the fact that you're doing as well as you are. And oh, amazing. Yeah. I yeah. genuinely don't know how like it's happened, but I think it's the positivity there. Positivity mm-hmm. that is distilled recently from the past few mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors can say one thing and then like the human spirit can be like, sorry, no, I'm not yeah. taking that. Yeah. It's also been surrounded by good people. And yeah. Like, I think Zach and friends and have very much been like, all right, stay positive and mm-hmm. you know, you will be able to get through things. Uh, just take your time, take mm-hmm. it easy. Um, but yeah, I did a 15 K hike six weeks after doing it. So yeah it's crushing it <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know it was a bit of a dumb decision but no it's, uh, i've been there and I've not been there there but and yeah. for anybody wondering 30 meters is like 90 feet yeah so it's high yeah yeah the fact that you're alive is insane ridiculous yeah yeah so glad you're here yeah. but yeah good then hand, handstands will come eventually yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm looking for to cool. answer the question <laughs> fair um, on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? It's a deep question. Look, I think there's so many different things that could be touched on here, Liana, but a big one is probably sickness. Mm. And it's, you know, no matter what, it's probably is going to happen to anyone at any point in time, um, whether ranging from a slight cold to something more serious. But if I could wish there was anything wasn't in this world would be sickness yeah i think we'd all be all right without that one yeah 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 i will add it to the list of things we snap our fingers and get rid of i know <laughs> oh there's so, so many things <laughs> Fair. um but i don't know i just like from personal experiences with family members and loved ones mm-hmm. and i think it's quite close to my heart to to kind of be like look i wish that wasn't there um there's you know but it is, and I think you just have to, unfortunately, make the most of, of, of what you can. What yeah. You can. yeah, yeah. What we do get to control again. Going yeah. back to that thing of we're not totally invincible. Yeah. Like unfortunately, a, the people we a, love aren't either. I know. Yeah. This is a running theme. Yeah, it's a good theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say makes you feel known and valued? Known and valued. When someone comes to me asking for help, hmm. I feel like that truly makes me feel like i'm valued 
um, and I love teaching other people. So, and that probably doesn't happen as often as I think. And mm. when it does, it it does mean a lot. And to be able to teach someone Da Vinci, for example, like I haven't done that yet to you, but like I know you've asked. <laughs> but like I, if yeah, if someone came up to me and was like, oh, how do you do this, or how can I learn X Y Z, or you know, how did you grow your business, or how did you start, how did you you know figure out that you didn't want to do engineering or something like that i feel like teaching something some something to someone that can either inspire them to make change or for them to learn something completely new in their life would make me feel truly valued Hmm. i love i love hearing that and like it's funny because before we started this you asked me like what is something i've learned or something from people i've interviewed yeah like yeah, yeah and i feel like you're just teaching me something in this is that like i can be one that like I never want to be like a burden to somebody and I never want to like push and ask for too much. And I always, and like, that's something I've grown a lot in, Mm. in like learning that like, no, there's value and we can offer something and people don't like, if, if somebody offers help, they mean it. Like I know I mean it. So let somebody else mean it as well. And so it's like always good for me to hear that and be like, Hey, like I actually really enjoy this and it actually brings me value and be like, okay, like remind, it's a reminder for me to be like, yeah, Yeah. let, let people teach you, let people help you, let you. Yeah. And it's not like you're not bothering somebody in that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes from, from me having three younger siblings and them (laughs) always coming up to me being like, you know, nagging me or like trying to help them (laughs) to do something or, um, and actually, I think, yeah, it's, you've made me think about my two brothers and my sister quite a lot, actually, just, you know, in the past 20 minutes speaking um, about a few things. But, yeah, no, if you can teach something to someone, I, I love it. So that's awesome. ask away. I will. Don't worry. <laughs> You're going to be sick of me later. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> ah, that's cool, though. Um, all right. And um, I know you... Uh, are based out of Australia. Indeed. And uh, we can hear it in your voice as well. Oh, really? <laughs> I can. I don't know. <laughs> G'day, mate. That's good. <laughs> um, but where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Oh, so I grew up in the Northern Beaches in Sydney, Australia. And that is definitely home for me. Mm-hmm. Being, yeah, surrounded by family there. And for context, Northern Beaches in Sydney, you have a lot of the beaches not the tents beach northern beaches, northern beach got but it. <laughs> in a way i grew up close to the bush side of the beaches so on weekends could go on bush walks with like the family um there is like a little hidden beach down there as well but look home is definitely sydney being surrounded by beaches going for surf swims like catching the sunrises the sunsets going for runs skateboards bike riding what else can i say Anything Diving. you get to do in the sun and yeah, water. Yeah, come to Sydney, Australia. I cannot wait to go back. <laughs> <laughs> that is my home. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's yeah. like all the space you get to like be outside and in nature and what you're familiar with. And, oh, yeah. 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 I'm that's in cool. Bondi now, which is very much a different vibe. A hmm. bit busier, but um, just as fun. Fair. Yeah. That's cool. In the heart of it. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of options for everything around you then. Oh, <laughs> so no. <you're> good. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? It's probably quite a funny one. The one that very much pops up into my head um, immediately is articulate my thoughts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> As I've just noticed. made you do that. Yeah. Like... 
I usually struggle saying that word as well, but um, it came out perfectly that time. Well done. Um, yeah, I, I have always struggled with chatting about what my brain is thinking. And I feel like mm. it comes from like the, like ADD, but also just my like I'm an analytical person. I can think in numbers. I can sync numbers. I can crunch numbers. Um, to be able to like put words to paper or to like... I'm, I'm getting better at it, no doubt. And I feel like... I'm proving myself wrong, which I like right now. I'm being able, yeah. able to do this because yeah. I never say no to anything. But um, yeah, I've always struggled with that actually. Hmm. Um, I yeah, throughout school loved science, maths, did engineering, so very much put my numbers brain to use and learned how to write write engineering reports, but never really always struggled at the English side of things. Fair. Yeah. yeah, I think we get like one or the other side of those brains or like our brain gets one or the other side of that because I'm like, I'm not good at numbers as much in yeah. the science yeah. end, but I'm like, give me anything. I'll write whatever you need. I'll put it Great. all together. There that's done. <laughs> just like but, tap into my brain, please. Yeah, can, yeah I would say the same view though because it's like there's things that I'm just like, uh, I can't figure this out. And then people look at you like, this is simple. And I'm like, not for my head. <laughs> but, <laughs> With none plus day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we can do. <laughs> No, that's, yeah, I, I can appreciate that. And I think it's cool to hear you say, like, I love that I'm, like, proving myself wrong while I'm talking. Because yeah, it's, like... It's actually, it's, it's it's nice. And I have probably recently discovered over the past few years that if you're constantly saying to yourself that you don't like doing something or you, mm-hmm. you're, you think you're bad at it, then you're automatically going to be bad at it because you're literally just tricking your mind into, well, it's it's not learning anything, basically. Mm-hmm. It's just being like, I'm bad at this. Mm-hmm. I'm bad at English. I'm bad at sleeping or, like, you know... What other things am I bad at? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I, as much as I say that I'm bad, I'm trying not to do that. And it's, in a way, allows you to grow and be able to learn those new things that you previously, you know, mm-hmm. struggled at. Yeah. I think you bring up, like, a really good point in that where it's, like, I think I've heard it said, too, and I'm sure you have as well, where it's, like, the way you speak to yourself about yourself um, yep. like it matters we hear that yeah. and so when you're like you're saying like I'm bad at this your body's like I'm bad at it so mm-hmm. again like don't learn it and it's yep. like yeah just changing that and speaking positively about it and yeah choosing to learn and grow in that and it, yeah. it actually impacts us and it's like oh dang that's working yep. and I know you said you don't like mushrooms right Yeah. <laughs> but I've always said that I, like I don't like mushrooms I hate eating mushrooms but today whilst we're having uh, lunch <laughs> There's mushrooms being cooked on a little barbecue. Did you try any? No. Oh, Liana. <laughs> I've tried mushrooms before and I still yeah. don't like, I don't know. It's like a, I'll eat them if I say it. But then exactly. Yeah. So you're saying that you don't like them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. you don't actually like them. I don't. But I have always, eaten them though. Yeah. I've always said that. Like, yeah. I don't, didn't like mushrooms, but then tried some of those little small ones and tried one of the big ones that Peter was going to halve and he did halve. And I was just like, hmm. Not, not bad. <laughs> Dang it, it's okay. Damn, I know. Yeah. No, that's a dumb one because I know for me it's literally just like a mental thing. Where I'm just like, I don't like the concept of what it is. Yeah. Which doesn't make any exactly. sense. Yeah. I know. So, I yeah. expect you to have some mushrooms now. All right, fine. <laughs> we'll try it. I'll just whip them out. Of <laughs> I brought some. Of, they're in my sweatshirt pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely don't want those ones. Yeah. Um, so maybe that kind of answers this question a little bit then, but is there, what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? Ooh. Uh, I'd say I got, like, tra- <laughs> exactly my point, <laughs> but not my point. I articulated my brain. Um, 
Going up to people and chatting to them, I always struggled mm. at and have recently found that I'm much better at now. And that has been such a slow progression. And I mentioned at the start that I was a shy kid, always much prefer being an introvert. And like I, I do need my time alone, which mm-hmm. charges my social battery. Mm-hmm. But when I was 18, going from high school to university, or which is called, called school, no, you yeah. yeah. call it university. High well. school, high university, school. college, yeah. College, yeah, yeah either one. Sophomore, yeah. What, are, what are the ones? Like, yeah. Anyways, oh, I, it works. No clue what it is. The next but, stage. Yeah, <laughs> but in, when I was 18, <laughs> when I was 18, got a job at Kamandu, which is like a retail adventurous outlet store. Okay. Similar to. Like an REI or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I, if you I, have that. So, no, no, no never mind. Yes. No, outdoor adventure store. I was trying to think of a shop. So, I went yeah. to like, <laughs> Denver, but <laughs> something. Something it's, where you buy outdoor things. Exactly. <laughs> outdoor adventure gear. And it's my being outdoors is such a passion of mine. So, being able to walk up to someone in the shop and mm-hmm. then sell them something that they're actually really going to get value from. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to it because I love being outside. I love, you know, hikes and like adventures or going skiing or anything based camping uh, to be able to yeah walk up to someone and then start a conversation with them i learned that the most from mm. that experience and was able to apply it more and more mm. i guess going forwards from there so that yeah. was such a big learning opportunity that i struggled with in the past and now i think i've, I've definitely overcome yeah yeah time okay. and place though sometimes okay. i just don't want to talk to random people that's yeah yeah reasonable yeah for who, sure who are you yeah um <laughs> just say who am i <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's fair i think like uh yeah just to be able to, to to be in a context where you're like okay it's not i think when it's work related sometimes we're like okay i have to engage in yeah. a conversation with this person but it like really helps us because it takes away the like the personal part of it so we get to like yes. take the practice without being like oh they're not viewing me or how i'm talking about myself mm-hmm. they're looking at me like for the sake of like there's intentionality in this conversation they need something from me like there's a reason i'm talking to them whereas like if we just walk up to somebody in the street they're like why are you talking to yeah. me and we oh, have all those yeah. like fears that they start yes, jumping in like the they're rejection. gonna think i'm weird yeah. exactly yeah yeah yep. so like it's cool i think everybody needs to be in some like retail or restaurant industry at some point where you like learn that yeah without the the need for that part i know but then also like there's been a few situations recently and i'm one of our friends mitch from wa in perth Perth in WA to get that right. He's gonna hate me. For this. I, I wouldn't know the difference. You're gonna, yeah. gonna say whatever you want. Perth and Everyone WA. back home is like, yeah. oh, he's wrong. Came to Sydney, and I think this is one of the conversations we're having. Is you know, if you're out and about in public at a bar or like you know, just and you see someone that you might find attractive or you might just want to talk to, and there's two ways that that could obviously go. Three ways that could go. One, you could leave, and then you regret not chatting to someone because you never know what can happen you could start up a conversation mm-hmm. with apparently zach and you literally <laughs> yeah. came up to you and just started yeah, we were just like yeah. This. yeah. <laughs> so like you never okay so yeah, first one is you like just disappear and then you regret maybe mm-hmm. for a moment be like oh you know it would be nice to have a chat to someone um two um you could go up to a person and completely just be like no nah, don't vibe with them or just the conversation goes nowhere it could just there's no might not even have a purpose of chatting like and then you're like, okay, well, that's been there, done that. Like, I don't have that regret now for going up to someone and chatting. Um, and third, really, it could form a new, you know, friendship or relationship, anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's always that question. It's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. And it's yeah. like, it's not that bad. And the positive is kind of worth it. So yeah. it's like, yeah, push yourself. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, that was a very 
I think I just beat around the bush then to. No, to I like. I think one. it was. It was a good. It was a bu- good bush to go around. Yeah. I was like mapping out on my leg. I'm like, all right, there's three, two, three things. No, I liked it. It was yeah. like nice and clear for anybody. It's, I think it's funny because we can always say things in like five different ways or analogies, and like yeah. everyone's different. So people listening can hear it in one way or another and it's going to make sense to different people in a different way oh, so i'm a I very visual that. person so it's like i need a whiteboard and a pen, <laughs> a pen, i'll just start drawing and like okay <laughs> guys that'll be the uh second version it'll be like we'll give you the white yes. whiteboard version yeah. of uh, exactly. sam's episode <laughs> i'm a lefty so i'll be mostly smudged on the whiteboard but look <laughs> you enjoy it'll it perfect it'll be nice for a minute <laughs> Um, I'm sure there's many things, but um, what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? Helping someone through a difficult choice in life. Hmm. And I think they come to me because they might look up at the choices I've made in the past, in a way. Hmm. And what I'm getting at there is where I studied engineering five years went into the corporate world for a year and then after a year of working corporately corporate i basically was like no screw this doesn't fit me don't want to do this as much as i could do it and keep learning because i just love that progression and you know love the hustle it wasn't for me and i had to make the hard decision to go back on myself oh actually there was more decisions in the past because dad wanted me to help him with his little engineering business Mm. so i had to say i did say no to that and then said no after a year working corporately because that's what I wanted to do. Being like, oh, I don't want to be do engineering. I want to try and do something in the business world myself. Try that for a year. And then said no and started my own business uh, with Zach. And I think that was a very big defining that point of change in my life. And now people around me are kind of might be at a similar point throughout their life being like, okay, they might not like what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So how... They come to where, yeah, I can help them in a way navigate the benefits or um, or the risks of taking that, I guess, leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool to have people, to know that you're at a place where people look at what you've done mm. and the choices you've made that are, like, really scary for a lot of people to say, like, I'm going to take an unconventional route. Oh, yeah. And one that, like, maybe my family doesn't understand or appreciate right away or maybe ever or... Um, yeah, just people in society are saying like, well, that doesn't really make sense or drive with what you've invested your time and your money and your energy into yep. to this point. And then for them to realize like, actually, but he's really happy or he seems like he's doing mm. well and it's succeeding. And like, I want that. And to, to realize that you then get to be like a source of of encouragement or teaching for someone yes. else to yeah. also know that that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting way to put it because... Yeah, I guess when I was younger, it would have been so nice to have someone come to me mm-hmm. and being like, you know, you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you are passionate about it and you ignore those people around you, as much as they love you and they're mm-hmm. trying to push you in the right direction, if you want to do something else, go out there and just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry to swear, but like, just just do it. And it's can be hard and tricky and obviously there's so many risks involved and um, I think fear is a big factor and obviously mm-hmm. like the fear of failing um but you, you learn so much from anything and even if you fail try again because you learn more from doing that yeah for sure yeah i think so many of us in like our own businesses especially in a creative space like 
we didn't have somebody saying like you can do this Mm -hmm. encouraging you it was more like that resiliency of like i want this so much i'm gonna make it work yeah Yeah. um and it is really cool to be able to encourage somebody else in that but also to Mm. yeah to to take it where you've taken it to to be at the place where you're at with it now yeah yeah it's awesome yeah uh all right this is a fun one um I did this math the other day, so now I think we're kind of okay with it. <laughs> but <laughs> um, if I were to give you fifteen thousand uh, Australian dollars, I think it's like roughly equivalent to about ten ten k US. Um, you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks. You cannot give it away. Mm-hmm. What would you do with it? Is there like caveat? Tr- yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are do the I, like, loopholes? Die then? Of two weeks? No, 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 okay. no. I'm alive. You're alive. I'm alive and well. Um, Wow. Okay. Do you have fifteen thousand dollars to spend? I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm. I know everybody's like, "Do I get? Do I get money at the end of this episode?" Yeah. Like, sorry, we're <laughs> we're not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I signed up for. <laughs> um, I have to spend it on myself, eh? Hey? Or like, as in, do something with it. I would buy two tickets. Maybe three. To one for my mum, one for my dad, one for myself. And treat them to a little holiday overseas in those two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been my a dream for my mum to go to like a, a Broadway show in New York. Mm. It's been nice to take her. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know. Maybe my dad wouldn't like that as much in New York. <laughs> so like, I'll take my mum to New York. Yeah. And then uh, could fly back to Australia and take my dad and take him skiing yeah that's awesome i reckon i'd spend that money on my parents and creating some incredible memories with them to i guess remember for the rest of my life that's cool yeah. all right well when that 15k comes up i'll let you know thank you yeah, <laughs> i'll be waiting <laughs> you know like snail mail it <laughs> yeah we'll snail mail it. <laughs> or is it venmo that you guys have yeah we have venmo you okay. guys don't have that no have you heard of beam it no, mm-hmm. same thing. Beam, yeah, I think it's beam. Yeah, these beam me. I like it. Thanks. It feels yeah. like it makes more sense than Venmo. Like, I don't know, I think it like beam it, like it's sending it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know what Venmo is supposed to stand for. Yeah, either. Uh, sidebar. Here's <laughs> 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 my brain. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm looking forward to that 15k. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll cool. see you in New York. <laughs> yeah. You got to come visit anyway. So yeah. yeah, for sure. I will. Never been there. So. Yeah, no, no. It's ready and waiting for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there is, but is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it the way you'd want them to or receive it for the heart that you didn't intend it? Mm. Um, Keep your head up. Hmm. I reckon would be the simplest way to put it is to stay positive. Hmm. You know, as hard as it is, there are people around you that love you and you're so much more capable than you think you are. So... Um, keep your head up hmm. yeah it's a positive and good and beautiful message so I hope they Thank hear you. that yeah that's cool um, on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love oh wow Liana <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me <laughs> um, that's hard hmm. from for me to hear from someone yeah. that I love something that may have just popped up in my mind but I'm sure there's probably something more, but I'd have to dig a bit deeper. Would be you've you've missed 
being yeah being there for mm-hmm. me when I really needed you. Mm-hmm. Um, probably be the one that I'd say would stick hardest than me because I know there's hard times in everyone's lives and sometimes people don't openly share that with each other and for I feel like I'm quite observant actually and I I like that and for me to not then be able to observe that someone's going through a hard time Mm. someone that I love really needs me right now and them to come at at me being like you went there mm-hmm. would yeah hit quite hard so I wouldn't want that to happen yeah you are observant I feel like you're aware of the people around you of like how someone's feeling or perceiving something yeah so to feel like someone's like hey you completely missed the mark you'd be like well where was I like yeah. what was I doing then I'd like, have to like question myself and be yeah like, was, am I alright yeah like where was I am I off in the pixies and the fairies I don't know <laughs> so <laughs> Most of the time I am, but like, you know. <laughs> Sounds like a great place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, what would you say makes you feel at peace? Oh, I love the ocean. Hmm. And I also have a fear of the ocean. Hmm. I nearly drowned as a kid, being swept out in like a rip in one of the Australian northern beaches. Like beaches, because like people do that um, not the best speech <laughs> you, have to go to, you have to be careful and as a kid you sometimes don't know that so naturally that kind of like oh it's happened twice actually yeah probably the worst time I was um this is you really are supposed well. to be on this earth <laughs> yeah thanks yeah I've had a lot of stuff happen to me Liana um yeah had a tumor in my jaw as a kid had, had what cancer in my jaw as a kid nearly drowned twice jeez um car crash cliff yeah a couple of things yeah um oh, side track. okay but i know but good. but okay um what makes me feel at peace because i actually think that really grounds me is the ocean and to be able to jump in after or before a long day of work hmm. is beautiful so but all in all nature mm-hmm. and i feel like when you're disconnected from technology and phones which is probably why i love the ocean so much is that you can't take your phone into the ocean <laughs> is that you just feel that one with it so whether I'm out in the bush or at the top of a mountain or in the ocean, mm-hmm. I think it's nature to put a broader umbrella. Yeah. Which we need. Yeah. <laughs> right it's raining here yeah. still. <laughs> um, we've been, <laughs> we've been the that. one to... Thanks for that. <laughs> no, um, I, yeah. Yeah, that makes me feel at peace. That's cool. Yeah, there is something about like that disconnect of like you have to be there. Yeah, I do love that about the ocean too. It's like, can't take anything with you. No. I'm going to be present yeah. in it. And- love it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you oh. right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's uncertain all the time. I don't know what's going to happen. If I walk outside this door, I don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, we, we don't know what's going on. There's yeah. a lot of noise, laughter, oh, good things. <laughs> um, I would love to feel that my life is, um, was it steady, certain? Yeah, do you feel like it's steady or uncertain? Oh, I'd love it to be, but <laughs> I feel like the the perks and the excitement and the thrill of it not being ex- like makes me so much more excited about what's to come yeah because i don't know but yes it could be great it mm-hmm. could be bad but um i don't know and i love that so if i lived a steady life i think i'd question myself mm-hmm. very much because mm-hmm. then yeah am i actually living it 
Yeah. I think it's awesome. Like, I feel like there's so many people I've talked to and it's like the beauty of appreciating the differences in like some of us who are like, I don't want it to be steady. I want to not know like mm. this or like, sure, it'd be great if it was steady in these areas. And then the yeah. people that are like, no, I love that. I know exactly what's coming. And this is just me on. I think it's like so beautiful to appreciate like how different we all are and like where we're at and that yeah. so yeah i can resonate very much with you where i'm like if i knew it was coming every day i'd probably like lose my mind and yeah. i'd be bored but there's yeah. some consistency to that that's great i know <laughs> so. i mean there's definitely some parts i'd love to be certain you mm-hmm. know i mean obviously everyone would love uh like to be stable and like certain in their income and financial stability or like you know maybe something that you love as well mm-hmm. to be like stable and certain and you know what's going to happen in the future but mm-hmm. I don't have any of that right now <laughs> to put into perspective. Um, my life is going up and down as um, as we know it, day by day. Hmm. And yeah, you know, at some point in time, it will be certain. It will be steady. And I'll be ready for it when it comes. But I'm also ready to just, you know, I was going to say just fly but i haven't f- <laughs> <laughs> live it as a car yeah. So yeah yeah jump up out of a plane and parachute you know yeah let's, let's just put a parachute out. on you next time you yeah fall. Okay. please <laughs> that'd be great wrap me up in bubble wrap okay. <laughs> that's what i need <laughs> yeah i think that that's a valid a valid option for you at this point in life. <laughs> um all right this is my loaded question yeah apparently none of the rest of them were so oh wow yeah <laughs> hit me please. Um, if you were to share something with the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man whether it's a compliment criticism encouragement something you think women should know about themselves something you think they should know about men but something that if you were to share they would just say all right i receive that and i hear you mm. my mind immediately goes to this is the story that the ants will come in in due time. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I like the stories. I was recently asked to help host a Galentine's dinner by a mate. So there was ten girls um, that wanted to have like a Galentine's, and my mate has a house in Bondi, and naturally he loves hosting like me. So he came to me. I was like, "Do you want to help me?" Like cook and like make cocktails for these 10 single girls um for yeah to like you know um help them have a great night and i love cooking i love making other people happy and this this is a story so henry and i cooked uh, he mostly did the cooking i did the cocktail making love making cocktails as well um and then after the dinner after the like just them having fun Henry and I sweating hard in the kitchen just um, making everything look beautiful making like like love hearts out of um, rock melon and wrapping up with like prosciutto that was delicious that was cute as that's but, adorable yeah. <laughs> um, then we sat down in a circle well Henry and I just sat because we have been you know on our legs the entire day <laughs> um, and the girls decided to go around in a circle and ask to each other or you know answer what they love being a girl um um about like to each other in a circle and they wanted to include us and they're like what's something that um you'd like about a girl and i think this comes hand in hand with maybe the question that you asked Mm -hmm. liana but my answer was that all the girls that I've been meeting recently in my life 
so inspirational mm-hmm. and if it's something that i could share with them or something that i could tell them to do it would be to keep on going mm-hmm. and don't stop no matter what mm-hmm. like if someone says something to you and just don't like don't take it for heart don't 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 just like rub like shrug it off and just keep up your path because mm-hmm. you are fucking amazing mm-hmm. you're doing so well keep it up and i find so much in- inspiration in every one of you mm-hmm. so that's that- what i'd probably share that's awesome yeah i love i feel like that whole like story i love the sidebar but i feel like that whole story just like encompasses so much of you it's like the that sweetness of like how can i care for somebody else how can i share something that i love doing with Mm. somebody else but just also like the way you value other people in that and the way that you're like yeah i want you to just be your best self and, and do what you can do. And I want to encourage you and yeah. I want to do that. And like, yeah, uh, I want to support in any yeah. way possible. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm backing you from the sideline. I'm more than backing. I'm like fucking screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It also just highlights, uh, highlights, I think, so many of your your awesome qualities of just you as a person so yeah and then i know we were jokingly like if you're on stories so i guess by the time this episode airs it's a little late but uh (laughs) (laughs) we were joking but ladies sam is available so a lovely human being here (laughs) come to the land down under (laughs) (laughs) but yeah lovely lovely sweet human so i appreciate that a lot about you and that's awesome right back at yeah um i don't know how you feel about public speaking um but if it's not your favorite, we'll take that part out of the question. But if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to share a life lesson or a bit of advice, Ooh, I love um, something you feel like humanity should know, yeah, what would you tell them? Oh, I love, I love that question. <laughs> and I would, okay, yeah, I'd, <laughs> articulate, Sam, come on, You're good. You get the it. brain going. You're good. Um, I would absolutely love to be talking in front of... uh, Let me reframe that. You know the TED Talks? Yeah. I would love to do a TED Talk. Okay. I'm not the best public speaker, and that's definitely something that I want to work on this year. I've said to a friend that I need to sign up to, like, Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. Heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do a Toastmaster course. Okay. But... And the reason why I want to do this TED Talk is to share something that I'm so passionate about. And something that could hopefully teach people to have a bit of a different mind frame, mindset, day to day. And this stems back to my year 12 English creative writing. And as someone that doesn't like, didn't like English much, I had to kind of intertwine the key thing in which is belonging into something I was passionate about, about writing. So I could just make sure I could write it. And what I ended up writing for this HSC or like school end certificate was about this photographer. Mm. And he is standing in, in a gallery. He's like in his 40s or 50s. He's looking at three pieces of art that he's finally got able, like being able to put up in it in his own exhibition. Mm-hmm. It's busy place. There's like, you know, the prawn cocktail things going around. There's food, there's cocktails. And he's just standing there looking at this first picture that he, that he captured. And it was an old film photo mm-hmm. of his son, like mm-hmm. kicking, um, maybe it wasn't kicking, but it was, just, it, was, it was a film photo basically. And then he looks at the next one that he took. And this is based probably in the eighties, nineties. Um, and 
it was a montage of you know this insta polaroid polaroids mm-hmm. that you can just take about and print it was a montage of polaroids of i think it was like his son getting a bit older in life um and then this is the story in a brief nutshell and then he looks at the last one and it was his son at his at his son's wedding and so throughout his life, he's always been behind the camera. There's things happened. Um, I think, you know, he like watches son grow up. He's got a divorce, and he then realizes that looking at this last photo of his son at a wedding, he realizes that he was so stuck capturing a moment, he forgot to live it. Hmm. And this kind of wraps right to the beginning of this podcast, where I think I mentioned that, you know, something I appreciate is spending quality time with people and without the need of like being able to capture the moment and this yeah it kind of stemmed from me writing this creative writing and being like okay i'd hate to live my life where there's a point where i'm capturing these moments but i can't remember anything that actually happens because i was so stuck in trying to capture that perfect shot mm-hmm. so anyway my ted talk would be about that story of mm-hmm. this man going throughout his life and yes you know times change film photos you had to take a couple and like you couldn't see what you're taking mm-hmm. um so he remembers those vividly because you can only add a few of them mm-hmm. then the polaroids that he remembers a bit more but since there was so much his memory kind of fades and then the last one yeah he kind of just realizes that technology's you know progressed so fast and you kind of have to take a step back and make sure that you appreciate being there being present mm-hmm. and making the most of it without being so stuck behind something Mm-hmm. And as a photographer, I find it hard because I love capturing moments. So, yeah. So that's what I reckon I'd try and teach someone or, like, a group of people is to kind of come to a realisation somehow that whether or not it's an interactive session or, like, just a talk about that. That's cool. All right. I'll come to your TED Talk. Thank you. It's worth it. <laughs> no, I, it's just... Yeah, I think there's a lot of value in that to remember. Like, it's... It is, like there's so much that happens with technology or socials or or that like that drive and that push to be like capture the moment create create the best thing but like Mm. we create the best art by understanding art by understanding people by understanding a feeling and you can't get that unless you're present you can't experience that and you can't reframe it and put it into something else or see perspective on it unless you're present in those moments and i think there's like so much value in what you're sharing in that and just a reminder to people to slow down and be there because yeah like you said before like that 90 years old at the end of your life laying there like i know what are you going to be thinking about what are you going to be remembering and what are you going to regret or value or appreciate that you put your time into time is so precious and you can never get it back Mm -hmm. so i think yeah i'm definitely trying to teach people about big time all right listen up everybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's good t-minus five years (laughs) (laughs) Two, three, one? One. Let's go uh, one. Uh, Whenever. Anywhere, Let's yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how you would define this one, but what is something you would, uh, you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define culture for you? Mm. My family and myself and where I grew up, I feel like quite there's quite a few different cultures mixed into one, like would you know like if you looked at me you probably wouldn't know where i was from unless you heard my accent then you're clearly like yeah. australian <laughs> but um my mum's side of family is from new zealand and then my dad was born in like 
Manchester in the UK but moved to Australia when it was two but his parents were Austrian and Czechoslovakian so like European I think mum's side went back to like Russian eventually um, but I was born and grew up in a traditional Jewish family and but that didn't really like how do I say it um, there were certain traditions that we had which I think brings people together and I like brought the family together mm. but um, as a culture I feel like it's quite mixed and growing up in Australia there's so many different cultures so many different tra- traditions of people hit coming and going and like I my best friend was from um, like um, I like best friend was German I was like another mates were like um oh like Lebanese there was like so many different cultures where I grew up and I loved it because I love learning from other people um but as a culture like I don't know I don't don't think I could say that I have one besides you know like I feel like mix of everything yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to. Put, I don't know how to. Put yeah, it's it. fair. It's funny. It's like always like <laughs> yeah. there's some people. It's like a very clear answer, and then there's others that it's like I struggle to pinpoint like what that means. Yeah. Or what that feels like, but yeah. yeah. So maybe then not within that, but then maybe maybe whether it's culture or more how you grew up. Mm. Um, what would you is something that you feel like you love most about your your upbringing, your experience, or anything like that? I think putting family first, hmm. and like very much appreciating the time around that. So. You know, every Friday night we'd have a grandma around or like family around or like <laughs> yeah. whenever there's a birthday everyone would come around so I feel like the culture of bringing people together mm-hmm. sits very high in me and I feel like it's reflected right now with friends mm. and I love hosting dinners I love obviously making other people happy um, and like something that we've done in the past year of living in Bondi is people that are traveling around might not have family Mm. might not you know have many friends and if i can kind of cultivate um Mm. like people connecting with each other and introducing people that might not know each other that kind of is my culture coming into play and Mm. being like okay these people like i want them to like meet each other i want to host i want to help and yeah kind of create this amazing atmosphere and we've done that because we host potluck dinners Mm. so if you are ever in Sydney, whoever's listening to this, come to a potluck dinner because there'll be one. So, yeah, I reckon that's, yeah, that's actually, yeah. Thanks that's for putting awesome. that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You kind of like triggered my mind. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I love that you do that. That's yeah. awesome. I think it is. It's like, there's a real like uh, openness and desire for like space. Like it's almost like when we really value that connection and understand the struggle it sometimes is to, to feel that sense of like, mm. I have people or I know what that, uh, familial feeling is like yeah. we've had that or we haven't had it like just value the space to give it for others like creating mm. space to be like yeah I'm gonna have a potluck we're gonna do this or yeah. do these things and yeah. we all love getting those invites but it's like can feel like a scary thing to be the one putting it together oh, and yeah. so it's it's really awesome that yeah. you do that I know I'm sure I speak for anybody who's been able to be a benefactor of that that I'm sure they really mm. appreciate that so it's awesome oh yeah, yeah. I think it comes from my mum actually hmm. she always loved hosting and bringing people together and growing up for every birthday party that I had she brought like family she brought friends like I think my 21st it was like 100 and something people and I don't like there's always I feel like people well yeah that's you know people learn from who they're surrounded with and mm-hmm. my mum is very much um, like ingrained in me some good like 
traits I feel and I love that from her and mm-hmm. for me to then pass that down and like to help not just mm-hmm. not like my family coming together but help friends yeah that's mm. cool yeah that's awesome yeah do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> um, I think some people very much have a purpose and figure that out very early on mm-hmm. and I've always struggled with that as a kid or what do I want to do? I don't know. I want to do film and media in my like high school. I remember getting like this little award at the end of year 12 where it's like, most likely to be YouTube famous. And then, <laughs> and then me doing engineering and then me not doing engineering and now me running a creative media agency. So like my purpose, I have no clue, but I'm sure we'll figure that out in due time. It's just a process about doing that. And mm-hmm. I'm, it doesn't concern me, but look, if I can inspire other people mm-hmm. to kind of chase their dreams, that would be maybe part of that purpose. So I might be figuring that out slowly. Yeah. Fair. I appreciate that. Yeah. The not need to have it like pinpointed, but to just the fluidity of like, I'm going to be me and go in the direction I'm yeah. supposed to and hopefully inspire others along the way. Oh, yeah. 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 That's if I can awesome. inspire one person to take action and do mm-hmm. something, I feel like that's purpose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you do, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? Don't have a tattoo. No favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it. Um, I feel like my mum would kill me <laughs> if I had a tattoo. All right. <laughs> um, I love simplicity. Hmm. And as much as I feel like I live a very complex life, I crave minimalism and hmm. simplistic things. Mm-hmm. So I have very much been like, attracted to a tattoo like as i don't know that's a right the concept yeah, yeah yeah like you know i've liked that that's yeah. really cool it's yeah simple but like minimal and like i'm like oh wow i like it um one that i actually really enjoyed um well look the one that i was enjoyed was look, just a simple triangle mm-hmm. and i don't think i'd ever get a tattoo if there wasn't a purpose for it yeah. um but um why i don't know how this is related to like or how this popped up but my ex-girlfriend had on a foot like just one line like a Hmm. flat line and she's like that's my foundation and the base and i'm gonna build the rest of the triangle i'm like i want that triangle (laughs) when i'm at that next stage of my life and Hmm. i really like i'm like i like that as well because but I didn't have a thought about that before. I like the triangle tattoo, but no, I, to answer your question, Lana, I don't have a tattoo, so I don't have any favorites. Fair enough. Yeah, that was just a cool. Yeah. I like the sidebar though. That's cool. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Um, I'm sure there's many things, but um, what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? I have accomplished the, something that I've accomplished mm-hmm. that I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. I think it's nearly hidden three year mark of running my own business um for context it's not just myself Mm -hmm. it's my business partner zach and yeah i think after after me quitting my job um so many people questioned my decisions even myself Mm -hmm. because you know that's that's yeah there's always those second thoughts in your mind about failing or Mm -hmm. not being able to achieve something you set out to do Mm -hmm. so yeah super surprised but also not surprised that we got there because we worked hard to get where we are now um mm-hmm. i forgot the 
that question again. No, but. what is something you've accomplished that you're really <laughs> yeah, proud of? Super yeah. proud of that. Um, yeah. I'm proud of the people around me that were, have been there as well and mm. working their way up um, with us. And mm. like, you know, if we can build each other up and help accomplish everything together, that's like, yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, for sure. That's mm. something worth being really proud of, for sure. I, just the building a business, building one with a friend, and staying friends in that. Yeah, and like we live together. Yeah, as well. <laughs> like I mean, if, for anybody who doesn't know, Zach yeah. was actually Zach is a lovely human being, um, and he was actually on the podcast uh, a while back. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, you two are just are both lovely. But like to be able to be in business with a friend, to stay friends, mm. to grow that business, to to again, like you said, be in year three, to 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 be bringing other people up with you, and that it's that's a huge accomplishment yeah. in so many so many facets and so many ways. To not just be like, yeah, we're just making a ton of money, but like we're also staying in good relationships, staying in good standing. It says so much yeah. about your character yeah. as a person. So like that's huge. Very, I think it's very much the values that you set out in the first place. And if you can, I guess, reflect on those core values and maintain them throughout time, no matter what, I think, you know, you're going to be happy and accomplish things. For sure. Yeah. So that's, yeah, something that I'm proud of um, in, in the business world. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> There's a few others. Uh, that's <laughs> me staying alive. I've been here today. I'm, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I don't know nice if one. you can take credit for that. I feel like it's just like, there's God, angels, dumb luck. Like, yeah. yeah I don't be, know. That would be the second one. Yeah, say, for yeah. sure. We're glad you're here, too. Thanks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, Sam, there's so much I appreciate about you as a person, about getting to know you, spend more time with you. Um, just all the excitement I know we're going to have in the next couple of weeks of Ooh, yeah. memories and fun and playing in the snow, hopefully more snow than rain. I know. It's <laughs> the <beginning>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just appreciate your openness, your honesty, the opportunity to share a bit of you with others. But um, is there anything you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? I feel like I've learned. We were actually talking about this the other day on the chairlift, and it really resonated with me. But how, despite experiences in your life, um, no matter it's no matter how old you are, hmm. it's about the experiences in your life that shape hmm. you, but also make you learn from those things that you experience so if you're you know for, as an example if you're stuck inside and you don't do anything for like 10 years of your life you're not going to learn anything because you're just doing the same thing same routine same you know same coffee shop so from what i've learned in these 27 years of my life from trying to change it up and trying to be different trying to push boundaries push limits and trying to see what i can do is that i've learned so many from all these different experiences different values different you know takeaways and i think if i could share something is that you need to go outside of your comfort zone Mm. to be able to really get to know yourself and then be able to learn anything in this world um i think there's a better way of me trying to articulate that but um yeah <laughs> i think you articulated that well for Thanks. sure yeah yeah. I, yeah I think it's pretty clear pretty yeah. pretty well communicated mm. yeah definitely yeah. just push yourself get to, yeah. get out of that you're not going to grow anywhere if you just sit down and, and don't move exactly yeah. i think the one thing that maybe that 
as a small takeaway that you can do today hmm. is if you brush your teeth with your left hand, swap hmm. to your right hand. <laughs> or if you go to the same coffee shop, go to a different one. Hmm. Um, if you can, you know, I don't know, brush your hair with your different hand. But, like, it's, I guess, breaking those same mundane hmm. routine tasks. Even if you can't do something dr- dramatically, like traveling overseas or you know, changing your whole career mm-hmm. even if you just start simple start small and try and form a new habit but mm-hmm. just, it's about i guess creating those new like pathways in your brain to like mm-hmm. be able to for you to learn new things it's like that establishing foundation part mm-hmm. so yeah there's so much value in saying like i'm just gonna choose to do something different instead of saying like well i can't or the option's yes. not there yeah. i don't have that opportunity it's like we all have some opportunity mm-hmm. it might not be massive it might not be big but yeah. are you taking advantage of the ones that you do have exactly so yeah, yeah. that's super cool i really so, appreciate that yeah if you want to try something you do something different fair enough yeah. well sam i really appreciate you letting me ask you a million questions <laughs> and making you good. think <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah thank you so much for your time and for for joining me here today no thank you liana it's my absolute pleasure to be able to chat to you i have thoroughly enjoyed meeting you over the past few days and can't wait to experience what this next few weeks is going to be like so thanks thank you thank you for tuning in to your fellow human your reviews and support allow me to continue to share these incredible stories with the world please take a minute and write a review or share an episode on social media and tag me in the show If you learned something, were impacted by this story, or if this episode changed how you see humanity, I would be so honored to hear from you. I just want to thank you for being a beautiful part of my community here. Sincerely, your fellow human.